Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm your co-host, Carrie Poppy. And I'm your co-host, Ross Blotcher. And on this episode, we'll learn you all about the alternative medicine practice of ear candling. Which means that our first clue prize goes to listener Jackie Bowerly of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, for correctly guessing the answer to last show's clue. Congrats, Jackie. You will receive something cheap and useless in your mailbox. So uh, what the hell is ear candling, Ross? Well, it's an alternative medicine procedure by which blockage in your ear is removed by a lit candle that is placed in your ear. So I put a candle in my ear and it takes wax out? Right. The idea is that it creates a vacuum inside and sucks up all those impurities and all that extra wax from your ear. So again, then the candle's shaped like it's it's hollow inside, right? Yeah. It's not like a candle like you're used to. It's inverted. So the pointy end goes down in your ear and the other end is hollow and faces the top and you light it. Why are you giving me that look? (laughs) (laughs) It's unusual, Ross. You're not buying this? No, I I believe it. Uh, (laughs) You know, I know that it's been claimed that um, ear candles have been used for a long time by the Hopi tribe, which was part of our clue. Um, And we did look into that. It does appear to be unsubstantiated. The the Hopi tribe has said, no, no, we don't use ear candles. And even if it was some ancient practice, that doesn't mean it's legitimate. Right. Ancient does not always equal correct. Equal good, yes. Um, Many examples. So how do we find out? if it works or not. Right. So, yeah, the the big question is, do they actually remove earwax, right? So the the alternative seems to be that um, that the candle just fills with its own wax and it appears like earwax, but is not actually. Right. So that's the suspicion. Is the wax actually coming from candles, which are known to have wax, or is it coming <laughs> from your ear or a mixture of both? And to test that here, we actually have two live candles. Oh my god, you're right. There they are. Look, yeah, right in front of you. They're... Oh, and you happen to have matches oh in your god, hand. Oh my god, matches. Why don't this you is light ideal. these? You know, I think I'm going to go ahead and light them. And coincidentally, one of them... You should have done that right in front of the microphone so we oh. can hear that. <laughs> um, one of them has pepper under it. If it is creating a vacuum that is pulling materials up into it, it we are hoping to actually see some of this pepper pulled up into the wax. And then our other ear candle burning in front of me is pepper-free. Now, take note that neither of these candles is attached to an ear. So in this test, we're trying to see if wax is generated without any ear to provide it. All right, so we're going to leave these two burning. Uh, They're going at quite a clip while we continue to speak. almost burnt myself there, Ross. Careful. (laughs) So the, the other big question, I suppose, for people who are going in for ear candling Is ear candling dangerous? Right. On one end of the spectrum, you have, you know, oh, what's the harm? You know, it's not going to hurt you if it's not actually pulling materials out of your ear. But do you actually have to worry? Right. So the the FDA says you probably should. They issued a warning saying that they've received reports of burns, perforated eardrums, and blockage of the ear canal, um, which required outpatient surgery from the use of ear candles. And now they warn consumers not to use them. So when we heard that, of course, we couldn't wait to sign up. (laughs) Right. So uh, believe it or not, even in Los Angeles, it's actually fairly difficult to get someone to stick a flaming object in your ear. 
which is good when you think about it. Uh, Carrie called all around, and she kept telling me about prices that she would find. I think the first one was sixty dollars, sixty bucks, and we were like, Ugh, "Yeah, that's a lot." But Carrie does her research, right? What did you find? So then I found another that was fifty dollars, and when we called them to sign up, they said that they didn't do it anymore in kind of hushed tones. So I kind of wondered if that was because of the FDA warning. Yeah, they they like kind of cut you off quick, like, "No, we don't. No, do that. we don't do that. Not anymore." And I said, "Well, it's it's on your website still," and she's like, "We." Don't do that. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, but asked, she referred you to somebody. Yeah, else. I asked if there was uh, if they had anywhere else to recommend, and and they did. So we found this place that actually did it for forty five dollars. So we just kept saving more and more money. That's a steal. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we made the appointment mm-hmm. and uh, showed up. Now Carrie had said that she wanted to buy it for a friend. We decided that I would get. The candle in my ear, right? Because, because I wasn't you're worried. brave. I'm, I was, I was scared. Um, there, yeah. there, that, there might be harm, and the FDA yeah. warning was for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm sure it is. And uh, I, yeah, I was, I was too worried to do it. And also, um, someone else that I know had had ear candling and said that it was incredibly painful for him. So I thought, well, I didn't have the benefit of a personal anecdote to go off of, so <laughs> I figured, oh, why not? And I thought I'll just let him go. So. Uh, you know, we do this for you. <laughs> <laughs> the listener. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So uh, we showed up. You know, it was like in a shopping complex mm-hmm. kind of area. It was a nice, clean, like spa kind of yeah, feel. And, and so we walked in and there was somebody who kind of saw us and said, oh, wait, someone will be with you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't see anybody for a while. For a while. So we just kind of so hung out. So we sat out. there and, and chatted and um, we saw this this big sign that was advertising a bunch of their services. I'm looking at a photo of this sign. Oh, my gosh. Ross, where can I see that photo? Well, you could go to our Facebook page or... Oh, my goodness. And like us. Or you could go to ohnopodcast.com. Oh, my gosh. I think I'll go there right now. (laughs) Do that. Well, it's not up there yet. That sounds so fun. Oh, no. Ross. (laughs) (laughs) It will be there. So... There was the sign there, and it was advertising the various services that they make available. That includes facials, eyebrow waxing, you know, the kind of stuff you would expect organic airbrush tanning. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, competition style. Didn't it say competition oh, style it did. Tanning? Competition style spray tanning. That's a separate <laughs> entry. Yeah. I like to think, I'm sure that that meant if you're in a beauty pageant, you need to spray tan. But I like to think that the competition is <laughs> right. among the spray tanners. Right. And they're just like running up to <laughs> you. Right. And I'm the best. <laughs> Number one. I can do it the quickest. These candles are still burning, by the way. They they're do take a while quickly. to burn. Um, yeah, they have Brazilian bikini waxing. You get the idea. But among the more interesting things they had there, uh, colon hydrotherapy and colonics. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's about it, uh, in addition to the ear candling, which yeah. is on the list. So Indeed. We found out that colonic hydrotherapy basically means putting water up into your rectum and letting it slosh around and clean you out. Yes. Is Allegedly. That, is that any different than an enema? Or is it the That's same? That's a good question. Okay. I, I assume it's more invasive than an enema, but I guess I don't know. Also, I think an enema is not water. It's something. Maybe, maybe one of our listeners knows, Ross. Yes, maybe can they can. tell us at info at onopodcast.com. Give us info on colonics. That. So uh, eventually they did call us in. Oh, but Ross. Yes. But Ross. Yes. The most important part. Mm-hmm. They had tea. 
All right. And as um, Carrie's in it major, for the hot drinks, people. <laughs> as major if, fans of our show will know, if you've gathered by now, that's what she really wants. <laughs> I want my coffee and/or tea when I arrive somewhere, and yes. I want it to be free. And so when we came in and I saw the large box of tea bags, I was like, "This is the place for me." Yes. And then I couldn't find the hot water <laughs> again. Like same problem as before. You did though. But you we, found we it. eventually found so, it. Yeah. So they made good. Oh, I forgot to mention another thing they had available that was being advertised was LED light therapy. Yes, which we also, we have a picture of that sign on our Facebook page right. where people should go and like. Where you will see that red is repair, yellow is rejuvenate, green is restore, and, well, you'll find out what blue is. <laughs> but I believe what you do in LED light therapy is you lay under it and the, the lights just flicker above you. Don't, don't quote me, but that's my understanding. That makes sense. But we were here for ear candling. Yes. So the, um, the practitioner um, came in and walked us to the back. Um, we walked into uh, this little room that was, it was set up for hydrocolonics, she said. Um, <laughs> right. So as you're sitting there, you can see the tubes that are normally placed in people's rectums. Right. <laughs> and there's, right next to you. Right. And there's this very soft, nice music playing, which I couldn't help but think like, this would not calm me down if someone was sticking something in my ass. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, really, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's the best they it could be expected. They could have played like Alice in Chains. It would have been the same. In the, in the course of our talking with her, and she was very friendly and willing to offer information to us, she was revealing that her husband is a plumber and her father is a plumber. And I said, and you're a plumber too. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's what she was leading towards. Right, she was totally right. agreeing. Like, right. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it runs in the family. For sure. So Melanie asked us, you know, why we were interested in this and I just kind of said you know well I clean out my ears with q-tips but I don't know if that's good enough or you know maybe I shouldn't be trying to clean out my ears as much I didn't know right so I just wanted to get a thorough cleaning she asked partly because she said you know if you have any hearing problems you aren't going to regain your hearing if you have an infection I'm not going to cure that and she seemed to be asking uh, partly because she didn't want to overpromise uh, and under deliver yeah and she was great about that mm-hmm. you know I've got to give her credit we're both watching these candles. They're getting awfully low. Do you know how to put them out? Do we, you just like blow I think on them? We just blow. On them. <laughs> we should have thought this out a little more. But what did she do? I don't know. Because clearly, it did not burn into my ear canal. Right. She stopped it at some point. Right. All right. Well, um, this one when yeah, it gets a little one, lower, I'm going to try blowing it out. Hopefully, that'll yeah, put it out. And, and we'll keep the water nearby. Then we can. Um, Carrie did have the foresight to uh, bring water. Yes, I did. Smart. I did. Um, where was I? Where were you, Ross? Um, oh, yes. So she she was asking partly because she didn't want to um, to say uh, to give you false hope if you needed to go to a doctor. And she actually said that it, when she sees people who have infections of the ear, she says, "Don't come to me. Go to a doctor and get antibiotics." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah." And she said that this is you know very uncertain, but a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. And oh, all right, I'm going to try to blow this thing out. <laughs> Oh, well done. Oh, dear. Oh, smoke in the studio. Smoke. Smoke. Can you smell that at home, people? <laughs> oh, interesting. The one with the pepper under it burnt quite quickly, but the one without it is burning pretty What slowly. does that say? That says... Which one did you light first? Um, I think you started with yeah, the I one did with the pepper. Yeah, I did start with the one with the pepper. But, yeah, it does seem to be burning faster. Anyways, um, so... She didn't want to make any direct claims for the treatment. She did hand us, like, a pamphlet. She, she gave it to me. It was an article that yeah. she had gotten from. She said it was just from a, a vanity magazine. And she said, but I want you to know that this article overpromises. And I said, okay, and um, started started reading it. It did seem to have some, some 
Kooky claims <laughs> Ross just made a cross on his forehead with the ashes. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> um, it did. It did make some kooky claims, like, um, like it said that. You, well, it, it was talking your about aura. Yeah, it was talking about auras, and so we were. You know, it, it, well, it talked about a lot of things, but one of them was auras. Yeah. I guess you could accuse us of baiting. We were hoping she would say something about auras, kind of mm-hmm. asking her, "Well, what is this about yeah, auras? What's like, an, what's what are an those? aura? Tell me about that." And she was kind of giving some anecdotal stories about, "Oh, well, you know, I've heard people talk about seeing auras, and once I kind of." felt something that seemed like an aura but you know i can't substantiate that so again she didn't want to make any claims she said that that's more towards the metaphysical and she's really just focused on Um, the physical physical. yep so um so we asked how the candle works and um so she showed us the the hollow candles and she said that she got hers from the middle of nowhere tennessee yeah she had a supplier that she liked the best in tennessee and that's where she gets hers. They look a lot like the ones that we got, but I guess those ones were beeswax and these ones are paraffin. Are paraffin. Yeah, and she said that she would only shop from this one guy because his candles were the best. They never drip and they just create suction and that's it. Okay, Carrie's going to put out the other candle. Oh, with water? So she said that it, like, just as you said and as we had researched, that it would it would gently create a vacuum that would suck a little earwax out of your ear, but only the excess. Yeah, earwax, even if it were, you know, more liquidy, wouldn't be pulled up by a gentle vacuum right. out of your ear. I actually, I feel like if I put a literal... Hoover vacuum right. up to my ear, I doubt it would come out. But Yeah, not so but, gentle vacuum. Right, right. That would be another way to test this. <laughs> yeah, but so, who knows? Uh, so I was waiting to feel the sensation. So she had me sit down on this bed, much like a bed in a doctor's office with a pillow and fortunately no open gown. First she placed two drops of garlic oil in my ear and she said that, what was it? They were antiseptic and antifungal. And as a side benefit, they keep away vampires. <laughs> but did she say that? No, I, I made that up. That. I just made that up. <laughs> she had me kind of place the tip of the ear candle as far down as I was comfortable with. And I wanted to, you know, do this thoroughly. And so I, you know, stuck it in there as, as far as it would comfortably go. That's what he said. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> and And then she actually kind of grabbed it and pulled it back just a little bit. Oh, man. There's just no way to avoid that, is there? <laughs> okay. So, and then she lit the ends. And, um, you know, there was this layer of oil now in my ear. And I could hear a little bit the crackling sound of the candle. If I looked up in my peripheral vision, I would see a large flame sticking out of my ear because it's a very tall flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pretty. Significant. Again, you can see pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Where can I see those, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> on our Facebook page oh my God. or on our website. <laughs> um, and she was kind of giving you this, this lymph node massage the whole time. Right. That looked quite pleasant. I would say that was probably the best actual benefit of getting your ears candled is if you have somebody like Melanie who's sitting there and kind of caressing your neck and your lower jaw. And yeah, right. that was nice. I was getting a massage and and we asked her um while you were doing it um so you know ross doesn't have an earwax problem is this something that the average person should even do right and she said um well the average person can just do it about once a year she just said it's it's always something good to do yeah and she recommended it for people like swimmers who have swimmers ear right and she said definitely people who overproduce earwax every time you go to the doctor they have to do that little and they, they pour that substance in your ear and pull it out. Yes. Um, that those people could especially benefit. 
And she she didn't use a plate. I had seen all these um, ear candling images online where people use yeah um, a pie tin or a, yeah. like a paper plate in between the candle and the person and the ear right to prevent against wax hot wax dripping right on the person's Which, face. Which um, she made a good point. She said, you know, it's not supposed to be dripping any wax. So if you're if you have to use a plate, then you have crappy candles. Yeah. Which made sense. And I'm glad that she had the best of the best from Tennessee. She did. And she actually said that her candles were, uh, that there was very little wax in them. They were almost entirely linen. The implication, of course, was that there was no way that what builds up inside was waxed in the candle because there's hardly any wax there. Right. So that was, well, that's what we're testing now by burning two without ears. So, yeah, this whole time we were just talking to her, you know, very casually and at no time did I feel the sensation of anything being lifted or pulled out of my ear. I just kind of, it was a muted sound of that crackling kind of heard through the oil, but I certainly didn't feel like anything was being pulled out of my ear. Nothing at all. Did you feel anything besides like heat and? I didn't even really feel the heat so much. It made oh, really? a little bit as it was getting closer to my ear and she kind of killed it about three or four inches away, I think. Was there any point where you were like, my hair is going to catch on fire? No. Oh, no, I, I think I trusted her enough. But it, it was a little frightening, you know, to look up and all you can see is just this <laughs> flames in, in your peripheral vision sticking out of your head. Yeah, a little bit like it's hell. Like, like a cartoon almost, you know, like Yosemite <laughs> Sam gets really angry. And like, right. <laughs> the there's like those lightning Yeah, exactly. Bolts. So I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, one other thing that this article said that she had handed to me was that ear candling invigorates the immune system. And I, I asked her about that and she said, well, I think that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, she was very willing to say, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that's not supported. Yeah, it was almost a refrain of hers, just sort of like, ah, well, so that's really, what they say. I've got I've to hand it to Melanie for handling this as responsibly, I think, as anybody could. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, you know, some people like this, not mm-hmm. making any promises. I'm not sure how effective it is or how well it works, right. but I'm willing to do it for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did say that it, it would clean out the ear, nose, throat canal area. Um, throat hmm. canal? Ear. Oh, well, they're all connected canal. by the eustachian yeah. tube. Yeah, eustachian so. tube. It's fancy. Yeah. But she said that if you had allergy symptoms, that this was a good thing to do because it would clear mm. everything out, too. Okay. I don't have any allergies. Do you? I do. Oh. But they're not seasonal. Okay. They're food allergies. Oh, no, I don't think that would. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't think that so. That would help. Um, so the candle eventually starts to look like poop at the top. I need our viewers to know. Yeah, it turns black. The and top. Starts to fold over. And and being in a place where they constantly deal with poop. I felt I had poop on the mind the whole time. So the the procedure was only, what, like 10 minutes on each side? Yeah. Yeah, pretty short. Yeah. And, um, and then when she was done, she pulled it right out of your ear and she said, do you want to see? Right. And we were like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. And um, so she cut it open. She cut him open, and she showed us this um, this orange stuff, and she told us that that was the earwax. She showed us the the filings, she called them, and it was this orange stuff. Um, and there was like this inner core that was more whitish stuff, and she's like, "Oh no, but this part, yeah, is but the, the orange earwax stuff, that's the earwax, because that is the color that you have come to associate with earwax." Right. Sure. Um, and there was a pretty decent amount. I mean, 
Yeah. We, we were kind of impressed by sure. your production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, come to think of it, like, you know, I will clean my ears out on a fairly regular basis, and there will be, you know, a little bit of something right. you can see on the Q-tip, but nothing but like you had, this. But you had never created a and vacuum. For, and for feeling no sensation of anything coming out of my ear, it seemed a little far-fetched a that little this yeah, large nugget of right. wax was actually from my ears. You know what you should have done? It's not too late. We still have that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, my God, Ross. Okay. Our viewers need to wait. We don't have viewers. Our listeners need to hear you <laughs> taste the earwax. All right, we'll see, see to what that. it tastes like. Okay, okay, because you know what earwax tastes like, right? You were eight. And you know, I ate play doh, but not <laughs> you earwax. You never ate earwax. It's, oh, I mean, me neither. <laughs> I once put that out there, like in a group, just uh-huh. saying, like, "Oh yeah, I used to eat play doh," and everybody had these confessions oh, uh-huh. about ridiculous things they used to eat. Like one person was talking about their mother's lipstick, so. <laughs> If you've got stories nice. about that, send it in. Send in your creepy eating stories. Please do. Just for <laughs> our interest. I don't know if we'll actually do anything with that. <laughs> so we were we were looking at the stuff and we were like, wow, um, Ross produces a lot of earwax. So do you see people coming in who like have a bunch more than this and then others don't have any at all? Is right. there much variation? And we thought that might give lie to the fact that it was always producing the same consistent amount of wax. If if indeed it's coming out of the candle. Mm-hmm. Um, and she um, and she said, well, everyone's different, but that it was generally about the same amount, I think is what she said. But, yeah. but she said, you know, everyone differs and sometimes it's more spread out through the candle and sometimes it's all clumped up at the end, which yours was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she and I actually said, well, what about the people who complain that they always overproduce earwax? You know, you would think that they would fill up the tube or something. Yeah. Said, oh, no, you'd be surprised. So, yeah, afterward, she gave me uh, cotton swabs to place in my ears. And I did that and immediately thought, oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm taking these out as soon as I get up here. She <laughs> said to avoid loud noises. Right. Uh, not to use headphones all day. I didn't use any headphones, so oh, I, I obeyed that. Good. And uh, she asked us for our money. It was $45. And um, we had made a commitment not to tip on these mm. services, so we All didn't, right. which is always a little socially awkward. But we didn't tip her. We gave her her $45. It's tricky because we're investigating these things, and you know sometimes you need to pay for them. We don't want to pay too much. Mm-hmm. Our pockets are not limitless. And also, you know, how much money do you want to give to encourage the further offering of those services. Right. And and in some cases it may turn out that they are completely legitimate, but in this case we felt a little a little skeptical that yes. that it had pulled anything out of your ear. For sure. But she was very nice and um you know, she did a good job. Yep. Yep. We didn't we didn't refuse to give her her $45. We oh, paid of up. Of course. We paid up. We didn't um ding dong ditch. Ding she dong did. ditch. No, that's is, when is that you run term? up to someone's house. What is it? Dine and dash. <laughs> Dine and dash. Yeah, there you go. But with an ear. Oh my God, I'm seeing smoke everywhere. I'm we glad. didn't candle and handle. It is very smoky in the studio. Uh, I'm worried about a smoke detector, but I don't see I thought any. about that too, but, but fortunately our studio doesn't have one. Because it's really hazy. <laughs> That's reassuring. <laughs> what did Gene Hackman say in Crimson Tide? I don't trust air, I can't see. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was always, like, smoking a that's, cigar. That's sad. Isn't it? So we walked out and continued on our way. And I took out the cotton swabs pretty soon afterward because Carrie and I were trying to have a conversation. And how did you feel right after that? The same, if only a little annoyed at having oil in my ear mm-hmm. from the garlic 
oil. So I was busy like the rest of the day. We went to a bookstore. I was like trying to pull right the oil out of my ear. So I kept kind of, you know, like I had swimmer's ears. Right, right. <laughs> so that was a little annoying. Gave you some ear complaints. Otherwise, it wasn't painful. Nothing like that. Right. And how do you feel now? Do you feel any difference in your ear? Same as always. Yes. No All difference. Right. Um, so we we knew that we wanted to do this experiment here in the studio. So, Ross, you went and bought some candles. First, I did an Internet search, and it said, why don't you try Walgreens? So I called up the Walgreens, and I got a lady on the phone and asked her, do you have any ear candles? And she said, no, we don't carry those. And I was all ready to say, oh, well, I'm just investigating them. I, you know, I wanted to make excuses for why I was Oh, you were feeling defensive? Right. <laughs> and before I could say that, she said, but I know they work because, oh. you know, I know from personal experience. Oh, my. Uh, so she referred me to the place next door. I went there and searched around for a bit until someone came to help me. And they had ear candles for $3.95. Not bad. Perfectly good deal for two. A lot cheaper than getting ear candled. Yes. And presumably you can do it yourself or have right. someone help you. It, right. As the instructions do say. Do not do this alone, folks. I've got to say that much, you know, because you've got a yes. flame and an ear and there's just a lot involved. And there's a lot of smoke and it, it could go wrong. Yeah. We recommend wrong. a two-person minimum for ear candling. For sure. Uh, so I bought those and they made sure that I had someone to help me. And one of the cashier said, oh, no, I'm not really familiar with ear candles. And the other one said, I haven't tried them either, but I know a lot of people who have given great feedback and said they're really helpful. So I was getting really psyched up about ear candles, except that I'd already tried this. (laughs) (laughs) You're being resold. So so you did buy them. Yes. I've got the instructions here. Those are the ones we just burnt. They're lying here, finished. And the instructions say, you will need someone to assist you, a foil plate, a container of water, matches, and two or more candles. Make an opening in the center of the plate large enough for the candle to fit through. We actually used um, turned-over coffee filters. filters to hold them up, and then it gets uninteresting. But it does say, candling is a home remedy and has not been approved by the FDA, mm-hmm. rather than the it FDA says disproved. not to use. <laughs> it has been disapproved right. by the FDA. Right. Right. So, you know, Ross, as, as you know, the last week something happened in my ear. I heard about that. Yes. I was a very bad girl. And I took a Q-tip and put it in my ear canal, as one should never do, as it says on the Q-tip In your ear box. canal. Oh, you put it like you were digging deeper. In the canal. Okay. Well, they actually say on the box only to do the outer ear, which no one That's does. silly. Come on. No one obeys Come that. Come on. It's like having on your beer. Drink half of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. One serving is one eighth of this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody uh, obeys that. Right. Or like, actually, I bet a lot of those energy drinks, I bet those are like four servings. Anyway, oh, right. Um, <laughs> but it, the main idea is we're not liable. Right. Right. So anyway, I I put it, I put it in, Ross. Okay. Aren't you going to say that's what he said? Yeah, I was thinking it. All right. You're useless. So, so I put it in my ear. That's what he said. It, oh, no. And it, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. And it broke off, Ross. The cotton got stuck in my ear. It's horrible. And I know. And so I thought, and, and I was working. I was in the middle of my, my day job. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And I... I tried to get it out and only managed to lodge it further in. And, uh, you know, I don't have a roommate or anything, so I had no one to look in my ear and help me. So I was performing these acrobatics in front of a mirror, like trying to see my head. It was impossible. Um, And I was just managing it to get it 
further and further in. Not good. Ross. And um, so I, I sat there and I thought, based on our experience, what is the most legitimate thing to do about my problem? Get do an I, ear candle. Do I get it vacuumed out with an ear candle? <laughs> right. Or do I call my doctor? And if this says anything about my faith and what happened, I called my doctor. Good call. And went, and he took it out with some tweezers. My faith in ear candling did was shattered a little bit by our, exper- our experience. I For sure. Say. Yeah. So, Ross. I think it's the moment of truth. It is. It is now that we find out. For all the world to see. You even have scissors here. Okay. I do. do. Do ear candles. Okay, so we have two two possibilities, right? One is that they pull debris out of your ear, which means that in this one that's above the pepper, mm-hmm. we should see pepper up inside this instead of earwax and no wax-like filament. Pull this thing out of here. And. Oh. And if it's. I'm already uh, seeing something. Ross, in, don't. Am I spoiling it? Blowing our load. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> All right. So I've got the pepper one. I'm uh-huh. opening it up to see if there's pepper inside. So there. So in this one, if ear candling's Hurry claims. Up. I want the scissors. If, this is like if, Christmas morning. If ear candling's <laughs> claims are legitimate, then this one should have no wax but right. should have pepper. Yes. So let's see if that's the case. And, oh, look at that, Ross. There is. I see wax, wax. and no pepper. No pepper. Maybe. Wait, look for pepper. Look carefully. Maybe one, one particle of pepper. You're right. This linen stuff does not Now, Ross, easily. Yes. this is important. I'm going to take a picture of this. And yes. where can people see this? I bet they could go to Facebook, Facebook. become our friend. What a good idea. Yeah. Like us. And they can see the photos. Why are All we right. pimping this so much now, in the show? Okay. <laughs> I have just unraveled the ear candle over here that was attached to nothing. And what's in that, Ross? And there is wax colored much like the earwax that we oh, saw before. Oh, no. You know what? I'm going to take Orange a little taste here. colored. Oh, Ross. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it tastes like smoke. Ew. Can you eat it again, but I'll take a picture? Okay. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Wait, I need to find the big ball of wax again. Find the big balls. Ready? Okay. Very nice. Hey, oh, I ate it. Yuck. <laughs> All right. Now you have to get the other ear candles Should and compare find the taste. find honey badger and give it to him. What's that? Oh, or, I, yeah. all right. So now I will have to try my actual ear candle and, and see if see it if tastes it any different. tastes the same. Oh, but you don't have them with you. So you can update Sorry. on our Facebook page whether yes. they tasted the same. Disgusting. The things <laughs> I do for you people. All right. So, Ross. Yes. Looking back with what we know now. We've done the experiments. We've had the experience. Yes. What would you say is the pseudoscience rating <laughs> of ear candling on a, on a scale of 1 to 10? So 1 is something very scientific, oh, like okay. the theory of evolution. Right. 10 it's is very something scientific. very unscientific. Like, like I am made of goat sperm? Like you are made of goat sperm. <laughs> exactly. I would say, well, there's no science here. There's a claim being made, and it's just not happening. Um, certainly there are crazier things in the world, but I'm just going to go ahead and give it a nine. Oh, that's a strong, strong rating, Ross. Yeah. You just went for it. I went for it. Nine. <laughs> okay, so I... Carrie, um, what do you rate it? Well, uh, of course, this we're getting a little, little deep into our psyches here because I would set up the rating system based on some things that are a little, uh, a little less scientific that I've seen in my life. So... 
Mm. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. But definitely, definitely pseudoscientific. I think we may encounter a lot of things that just happen to have high ratings because oh, for sure. we're, we're looking at the more controversial things we are. anyway. We are. You're right. There you have it, folks. <laughs> it's somewhere between seven and nine. So, we'll call it an eight. So, Carrie, what would you say on a pocket drainer value level where ten is very draining, one is not so draining? Right. I would give this – now, I – People should know I'm a miser, okay? Like, yeah, Carrie's pretty good at I, uh, living cheaply. Right. Uh, $45 for me, that's, you know, that's my food for a week, so that's expensive. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Thanks. I'm vegan. Um, so, <laughs> so I think I would give it – yeah, no, I'll give it a 2.9. Okay. Yeah, I'll say it, it's a low score for sure. It's not that much. You get to talk to somebody. And and, they if, give... and and if you only get it once a year. Yeah. Now, if you go in for it all the time, then mm-hmm. that's expensive. not a good idea. Don't do that. Uh, but I'll, I'll say three. I'll just give it a three. It, you know, it does cost a, a chunk of change, especially when you can just buy it for yourself. In, in that application, then I would say, you know, one, it's a really cheap way to True. do something that won't help you at all. Right. <laughs> and might possibly endanger you. <laughs> might harm you. So, yeah, a three goat sperm. Um, so how about creepiness rating? Did you feel creeped out? I wasn't creeped out at all. No cult leaders this time. Very friendly person. Uh, not creepy. I'll say. I'll say one. I think I would too. I think I'd give it a one. And and I wouldn't give it a zero. Wait, you would too? Like you give it a two? I would no. See what you did there? Almost got you. <laughs> no, I would give it a one also. But I wouldn't give it a zero. I would give it a one because there was still that sort of like this is funny. I don't think zeros on our scale. We we set the baseline as. Okay, one. then I'll give it a 1.1. 1. 1. Okay, fine. <laughs> How about a danger rating? Are you worried about ear candling and what it's going to do to you? What would you give it as a danger rating? Well, let's see. If one were something like eating a sandwich and 10 were something like jumping in front of a bus. Okay, yes. Then I would give it a... I do I do feel concerned. I'm glad that your experience was good, but I wouldn't I still wouldn't do it. So I would give it a 4.7, but not so much based on our experience as based on our research. Mhm. Yeah, same here. I I'll say 4 mm-hmm. just because there is the potential for, you know, you've got hot wax, you've got a flame, you've got your ear canal which you should be very careful with. So take caution, people. For sure. And uh, and we should mention that, you know, our experience is one anecdotal experience, whereas the FDA is obviously collecting all of these experiences, and their their opinion should probably be weighed heavier than ours. For sure. Yep. So, Carrie, did you have a favorite moment in all of this? I think um, it's, it's not as um, fun a moment this time, but I think it was when she actually opened up and unraveled the air candles and showed us what was inside, and um, we both were kind of like, oh, well, that kind of looks like um, candle wax, and right. she was like, oh, no, nope, that's earwax, and that was just sort of all all she needed to say to persuade us otherwise. No. Reassure, reassure yeah. us, yeah, nope, for that's, sure. that's earwax. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> there is that fun moment of revelation when you do get to see it. It is, yeah. It was it was a fun little science trick. Well, I would say my favorite moment was just the conversation about colonics and that other business that she happened to run in the same room and looking at the equipment and mm-hmm. talking about it. And she just had some funny stories and a good sense of humor about it. Poo was really a theme in this outing. Yes. 
Yeah, that was fun. And it, and it kind of made me think that um, we should get hydrocolonolonized, but you should do it. Well, I already did the ear candling, so I think you're up for the hydrocolonization. Um, just to review. If anyone's going to I colonize your that. hydro. <laughs> Issue number one, I won't be doing that. Issue number two, I'm not letting you take photos of someone put something up my butt. <laughs> you will not find those on Facebook if Carrie has anything to do with it. But I'll tell you what I will do. If enough people I was gonna like say- us on Facebook, <laughs> I will do one of the colon cleanses. The, the like, you know, the $30 Whole Foods colon cleanse. We have a I'll challenge, people. Okay. I'll do that. Okay, if we can How get... How many people? If we get 150, right now we have around like 60 or so. If we can get 150 likes by our next show, by the time our, our next show after this one You're setting the bar pretty low. Airs. It, it sounds like what, you're getting a colon more? cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still, All right, people. More than double. If you want to, if you want to hear you, about it, not see it. If you want to, well, if we we do put the photos up. If you want me to cleanse my colon, go like us on Facebook and get your friends to do the same. Absolutely. Yeah. So our experience with ear candling was painless and fun, and the only thing that really suffered was our pocketbook. <laughs> It should be noted, though, that ours was just one experience with one practitioner, and we recommend that anyone considering ear candling heed the warnings of the FDA. That's it for our show. Our producer is Ian Kramer. And our theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton of Mr. Deity fame. You can go to MrDeity.com to see the latest shenanigans of the worst god you've ever met. Thanks to the Center for Inquiry Los Angeles for hosting us. Check out CFIWest.org for the center's upcoming talks and events. And remember that the views expressed here belong to us and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Center for Inquiry or its affiliates. If you're interested in finding us on the web, which I think you are, <laughs> visit onopodcast.com. And you can also find us. Where else can they find us? On Ross? Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. That's a great website. Not MySpace. No one uses no, that. No <laughs> we, totally, we totally don't even have a MySpace. Or MySpace. Or Friendster. But before we go, we have a puzzle for our listeners. It's our hint of the week. And if you get it right, you'll not only have a clue about what our next show is, but um, the first person to get it right and include their mailing address will receive something cheap and useless in their mailbox. Yes. Maybe even related to the previous show. It just might be. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying maybe. So this week's clue is I'm running a 5K to see 10 gurus. What are we going to be investigating? Send us an email with what you think our next topic is to clue at onopodcast.com. Yay. Thanks for listening. And remember, candles are for seduction. Not suction. Hey-oh! Hey-oh! <laughs>